Welcome back to the Admissions Uncovered podcast. It's the college admissions podcast for the students, by the students. And this episode, I'm again joined by Sean. Sean, nice to talk to you again. Uh, you know, we haven't spoken in a while because of all the coronavirus nonsense, but uh, <laughs> I guess we're back at it. Got a lot of free time on our hands now. <laughs> yeah, well... That is what we wanted to talk about this episode, Um, coronavirus, how it's affecting high school students, um, especially how it's affecting seniors who have already applied to college for juniors who are are about to apply to college. So I guess the first thing I'll say is that it is just kind of crazy what's going on just we, we'll get into the details but i i just cannot imagine what's happening to like kids whose schools have been canceled for months like i am I, everybody at columbia and most colleges have been told to like leave and not come back we're trying to figure out how to do online classes and online lectures with 70 year old professors who do not know how technology works it's all it's all very crazy yeah north carolina michigan florida and now probably california they've all and kansas as well all closed for the rest of the school year yeah so it is pretty insane what's happening yeah but Um, regardless you know we still have to talk about what's looming this fall for for juniors and then yes y'all still have to apply to school yeah yeah, and, and seniors, of course. A lot of stuff is canceled for seniors, prom, you know, all that, all the end of high school stuff. It's a, it's a bummer, but we still got to make our decisions by May the 1st. Oh, that's true. Graduate, yeah, because Columbia officially canceled our commencement and graduation a couple of weeks ago. And I, I assume high schools are probably going to do the same. Wow. People aren't going to be able to, like, walk across the stage this year. What? Yeah, and everybody that was, you know, oh, I'm going to study uh, for the first three years of high school, and then second semester, senior year, I'm going to unwind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's oh. not going to happen anymore, is it? Yeah, it's it's hard to unwind when you're at a, you know, shelter-in-place order and have to stay six feet away from everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Not the greatest um, second semester, senior year. At least not for me, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, well... I feel very bad for the seniors who are listening to this. Um, I guess also for the college freshmen, if if you're listening to this for some reason, but, but like their, their, their college lives has all been completely upended. Like their first year at college, this nonsense happens. Like they're not going to have their first spring semester, which is kind of insane. You know, for high school seniors and juniors, regardless of what happens, college admissions must go on. <laughs> whatever happens there's always college coming you know and, uh, and that's why we're recording this episode right i guess for seniors the the two things that i have thought about for them is um they've already submitted their applications so 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 it's not like they have to write new essays or whatever or do more extracurriculars um but i guess when they have to make their decision it's kind of a little bit harder because they can't do college tours and college visits um and I, you know, I, and, and, you know, like some people treat college tours as super duper important. They weren't totally important in my decision, but I know that some people think they're super important. So I don't know how to do that because you can't go visit a college now. All the, all the tours have been shut down and also all the students have left campus. So it's not, you're not really getting the vibe of the campus, if you know what I mean. So, so what, what would you do if you were a senior right now? 
Yeah, so like seniors right now, we, we talked about it before. May 1st is the day that we have to decide. But the problem is this coronavirus epidemic, people are saying it could last until August. People are saying it could last for an entire year. Um, and we don't know when a vaccine will come out. So what it means for um, the deposit date for deciding what college you're going to go to is that the May 1st deposit date is very likely to get pushed back. Um, early mid-March, it's the season for admissions meetings, right? Um, and because you had a lot of closings and a lot of colleges, right, they had even had to kick their students out. Um, it's likely that their admissions committee's meetings were impacted, which means their decisions will be slower. And that might pain a few of you high school seniors still waiting around, uh, especially painful if like Ivy Day gets delayed. But I think Ivy Day... I don't think Ivy Day is going to get delayed um, because because that's... We're, we're, we're recording this on the 25th and, and Ivy Day is, is tomorrow. So I feel like if it was going to get delayed, we would have known about it by now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then there are still some college um, decisions right after. Um, but in terms of the date where you actually have to decide, I think it's pretty likely it'll get pushed back. Yeah, I, I, I hope so. I honestly do hope so. I don't know if it will, but I really do hope so because... I think now because you can't actually tour a campus, like there are no more fly-in programs where the schools fly you out, you can't go visit the the campus for admitted students weekend or anything like that. It's just going to take a lot more research, I think, to get the vibe of a school. Um, like I, there there are virtual campus tours that each college generally has um, that'll let, show you around the campus if you don't already know know the campus. Um, but but even then, that's not I think the best way to do it because it's it's the college advertising itself so maybe they don't show you they only show you the nice library and not the kind of ugly you know like sidewalk area outside of campus or or whatever you know what i mean like it's 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 whitewashed so so i guess like thinking about other ways to explore a college like talking to to college students you know is is something that is useful i don't know if that's been useful for you sean yeah, I, I did a Brown tour, a virtual tour the other day. And on the virtual tour, they offered like seven to eight locations um, around the campus, which were stationary spots. You know how on Google Maps, you can move the camera, like check out the entire street, move down the sidewalk. Um, but on the virtual tours, they only give you like one uh, 360 view picture of a certain location. And they have a talking person like presentation point. I can see the reason why, you know, virtual tours, they're, they're not going to replace actual visits. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right now we can't go to the campuses and virtual tours aren't that great, but there are still a couple other options. Like, like Michael said, you can reach out to some of these college students. They could tell you about the campus on Reddit's r slash applying to college. Actually, there's a, um, there's a post with a spreadsheet of college students from a variety of colleges who are willing um, to do and to do this to reach out to students give them verbal tours which is I, I think it's still better than the virtual tour and and the the last thing I just thought about is YouTube videos and watching college vlogs um, from from when coronavirus wasn't happening um, because those are actually a way that I, I use to make my decision even when I I could visit campuses and did visit campuses so uh so youtube vlogs can also be kind of useful but i guess the other thing that high school seniors have to think about is is financial aid like obviously a lot of families are going to be struggling right now parents out of work 
you know, they own a restaurant, especially not a great time for them. Um, how is this going to impact people's financial aid? Because if you've already applied, you've already submitted your tax documents and they might not reflect the situation that coronavirus is causing for your family. Yeah. And this is really a big problem because when you apply, you know, your family might still have a job, but now they're saying one third of the workforce might get laid off. So it's, so like two things, first of all, in terms of deposits by May 1st, um, your family, if you, if your father loses his job, um, you can email the university, of course, talk about your family circumstances. Maybe they'll grant you an extension on the deadline or a reduction in the deposit amount. I imagine they're seeing a lot of these requests actually right now. Um, and then the other thing is um, financial aid. Uh, I expect universities might address this. This is one of the things that you know, universities, they're doing a lot of things to um, preempt the consequences of coronavirus right now. Like they're becoming test optional, all of that stuff. But I think financial aid is going to be a big problem because just like yield, right? They choose to accept a certain amount of people. So they, they choose to accept how much financial aid they can give out. And that decisions have already been made, uh, especially for international students where, you know, financial aid is a big part of whether you get accepted or not. Right. Um, so uh, you know, the thing that you have to do is reach out to universities, see if they can provide a bigger financial aid package, but it might be strained, right? Right about this time. Yeah. I, I mean, the other thing that's happening in financial aid departments right now is that because they've kicked a lot of students off campus, um, they, schools, they, they don't have to, but some schools are saying they're going to refund the cost of housing. And what that means is that they also have to recalculate your financial aid package because um, there are federal financial aid rules that say if the cost of attendance change, then the amount of money the student gets also has to be recalculated, which generally makes sense, right? If, if it, it's cheaper to attend a college, you don't need as much financial aid. Um, but what that means is that if I'm getting money back, that means my cost of attendance is less. So fin- financial aid departments are scrambling to cover that. Um, Columbia gave us all a $500 stipend in order to help us get out of there so quickly. Offices are dealing with that. So like everybody's just kind of frantic right now. So I can imagine them being very overwhelmed in terms of, you know, individual requests and meetings. Yeah. And I, I heard there's also like a loophole there, um, like for those students who are on like full ride scholarships, but they, they took out loans for housing. Right. And that $500, uh, deposit that Columbia may have given you might not compensate for like that housing that you paid loans for but you can't use this semester yeah no that's a big situation at um i think the university of pennsylvania where some students have private housing and so they've already like signed a lease for the entirety of the semester but the university of pennsylvania is telling them to leave their private housing as well uh it's yeah it's 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 a real mess but but basically it's, it's all to say that financial aid offices are a real mess and really busy right now. So uh, if you think you have a special circumstance where, you know, your family is, uh, you know, out of a business, your, your parents are out of a job, you are out of a job, then I think the earlier you email, the better. Yep, definitely. Uh, and then other side effects for you seniors out there, um, AP exams, 
they're the last exam probably that matters for you uh, because you can get college credit off of that. And of course, your grades, mm. of course, um, you know, your grades might drop in, especially in some of the states where they're like half on lockdown, half not. Um, your, your grades might suffer a lot this time, whether it's like, you know, people are getting laid off or maybe somebody in your immediate family has, you know, the illness or their stress, uh, whatever the case, uh, if you're worried about being rescinded, um, I think they're going to be more lenient on that than financial aid. You, you can email the universities that you're considering depositing uh, and provide context and they'll probably make uh, allowments for you, you know. And then AP exams, on the other hand, um, there's been a lot of news about AP exams in the past couple of weeks. Um, we all know that this year's AP exams is going to be a 45-minute online FRQ for every single AP class, uh, which is uh, which only covers the first 75% of the course. Um, AP exams still in some states, especially New York, might be canceled just because of how hard hit they are. Um, so for high school seniors, um, you want you probably want to ask College Board for a refund. Reach out to universities to see if that um, if that 45 minute test actually still qualifies for class credit. College Board has gone out and said, you know, most universities they'll consider this credit in lieu of the actual two or three hour exam. Um, but that's most universities and. You want to make sure that the university you're committing to does accept your AP exam score. Yeah, and and honestly, I think this this gets at you know juniors and younger too because this is going to just be a, such a substantial disruption. Like some of y'all are not going to have GPAs from this semester. You know, like some um, like my a lot of colleges are doing this. I've heard of some school districts doing this, but being like, okay, this this semester we're not going to do grades. Um, I know, Sean, you're out of school for, like, how long again? Yeah, I, my school district canceled on March the 16th, and we're only returning to online testing, not even physical um, classrooms, on April the 27th. Yeah, like, that's that's more than a month of instruction time that's been lost, and I assume they're not extending the school year, right? No, and I, I think there's actually a decent chance. I, li I live in Southern California. I think there's a decent chance that they'll revert the pass-fail instead of letter grades. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, I, like everybody's report cards are going to be super wacky from this year. Everybody's GPAs are going to be really messed up. Like, APs are going to be wacky. So, so, so I guess for, you know, like, for people being nervous about how this affects their grades and their numbers – say probably chill because everybody's in in the same situation as you in terms of grades i guess the one place where you might be particularly freaked out is is you know ap testing for sure but also sat and act testing because if you were banking on some of these test dates in um, april and may those have been pushed back i think both the sat and the act have pushed them back to, to june as the earliest test date yeah, as of as of the time we're recording, ECT has obviously pushed their testing dates back. Um, the June SAT um, time will likely be either canceled or delayed. For some reason, they haven't announced it yet. I think I think College Board has only announced the 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 April one being being removed. I think they're still on for the June one right now. Um, but but also like keep in mind the June one could also go away. Like I could totally imagine this. I. Like, I, I am not a 
public health specialist, but I can imagine this stretching on till June. Yeah, and July doesn't have any testing dates for the SAT. It has one. It has one ACT. So you know, if you're doing the ACT, at least there's that. But but uh, this is where I think colleges will be lenient, and like unlike financial aid and uh, AP scores, if your SAT is canceled there's actually a lot of schools that have come out and said they'll go test optional this next admission cycle, right? Yeah, I think uh, University of Toledo in Ohio, Boston University, um, you know, like a lot, of, a lot of schools are starting to do it. And I think it makes a lot of sense for them to do that. I, I know like I think um, one big name school, I forget which one is saying no more subject testing at least. Yeah, subject testing has been on the decline for the past few years though right yeah so it might not be because of coronavirus but 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 like this is the most basic thing colleges should be able to do is say like you know like coronavirus probably means you didn't get an opportunity to take the test that you you know wanted to take so we're going to be more relaxed about it this seems like the most basic thing they could do yep and um and for our younger students especially our juniors right now uh, if you're planning on going on college visits during spring break, they're all done. Just like seniors, we're, we're looking at virtual tours uh, to see what colleges we want to apply to. Uh, visiting colleges, um, there's also a factor in some colleges demonstrated interest that influences uh, whether you can get in or not. You know, if you can go to the campus, say they see that you want to go to their school. They'll boost your application. Well, obviously, we can't do that right now, but we can still um, consider demonstrated interest in a few ways. There's a few, there are a few guides online. One of the ways, actually, is to call the admissions office and ask for uh, specific materials. Um, uh, and there's also you know, additional information in your application, of course, saying why you couldn't go, which is another way to forego demonstrated interest for these schools. Yeah, this is another one of those basic things where colleges who used to care about demonstrated interest should probably just get rid of that standard this this year, given the fact that there is no way to visit the school to quote unquote demonstrate interest. You know, this 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 also seems like another like very basic move that admissions offices can make that would make life people like high schoolers lives a lot less stressful right now. Yeah, yeah, and I and I know there are universities out there who are actually doing Zoom and Facebook Live and whatever social media online sessions, Q and A's. Oh, very cool. Um, I think Boston University might be doing that, but I I wouldn't know. I'm not applying there, but there are some universities out there doing that. Yeah, and like on that, I think there's a couple like virtual. Um college fairs going on as well maybe maybe they're the same thing as the ones you're referring to but i think it's these college fairs are like where a bunch of colleges get together so um i i remember like one that the the ncac the kind of college admissions people's like uh trade organization doing something so be on the lookout for those if you you know like still want to do college exploration type thing but can't visit a school because of coronavirus and then there are other things for juniors that are canceled, right? Because of this summer. Oh yeah. Yeah. We should definitely talk about summer, like, and, and just extracurricular activities in general, because, you know, like one of the things that I have, the things I've heard from students um, are that the big national competitions that happen at the end of the year, they've all been canceled. 
um, and, and all this stuff about extracurriculars being postponed. So, so I don't know what they do. Like what, what happens? Yeah. So, so juniors right now, everybody knows junior year, second semester, especially is the time when most people, uh, if they're doing an extracurricular for four years of high school, that's when they reach the national level or they compete at the national level. And that's when they get the most impressive stuff done. Uh, right now, from my own experience, I know FBLA um, and DECA, they've canceled a lot of their national uh, competitions. They've already held regionals, I think, FBLA, um, but they had to cancel states and nationals. Science fair, um, you know, international science fair is such a big and high profile event, uh, but that's likely to be canceled at this point, honestly. And those are, those are some of the most common extracurriculars people have uh, in terms of school clubs that have national competitions, and all of them have been canceled. Uh, Debates been canceled. canceled. Yeah, yeah, that's a big the thing. The Tournament of Champions, right? Yeah. So right now we're all at quarantine. All of our competitions have been canceled, and all, we likely, you know, we can't do anything on our local communities, volunteer, or whatever it is that we do. So there are, of course, a few things that, we can do to compensate for that. A lot of uh, students that are now doing online extracurriculars, whether it's, you know, running a podcast or hey. starting a YouTube channel, even. Uh, it's, hey. a lot of, it's a lot of self-starter stuff out there. Well, I think this is, you know, like definitely the, the moment for a little bit of innovation rather than just kind of, um, not just even the moment for innovation, there is a need for innovation. Um, you, you literally cannot just go to science club and call that an extracurricular activity. Like you, you, the president of the science club now means very, very little. If, if all you did was meet once a week on a Wednesday evening in, you know, Miss Smith's classroom, right? Like now you got to do something new because you're all quarantined. So, so I think this is the moment to like do new things that are, that are like unique and, 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 and kind of like entrepreneurial and stuff like that. Um, yeah yeah that's true because all of the all of the regular institutions that you know high profile applicants to schools you, you see them every year they have stuff like international science fair on their application stuff like really competitive summer programs like rsi tasp on their applications um, but now even those summer programs they're either going to be completely quarantined or they're going to be canceled um it's actually very likely, of course, and even the expensive summer programs that don't even do that much for your application, they're likely to be canceled. Volunteer trips, too. Uh, so um, there are a few things that students are doing to compensate for this. Um, besides the online extracurriculars, the innovation stuff that we just mentioned, um, Coursera EDX, that, uh, those courses online, a lot of students take those normally. I think now, during this time of the shutdown, we're going to see a lot more students take those courses online. Uh, that stuff, keep in mind, that's not extracurricular stuff. Uh, if you're going to list that stuff, it usually goes under academics, especially because we're probably doing it in low of our school closures, right? Yeah, and and there actually should be a section, I think, on the Common App that asks if you've done online MOOCs, but um, if not, I think the additional information section is the place to put them. Um, but, but I think the other thing you could do is even if you really want to keep doing debate or DECA or something like that, thinking about new ways to do it. For example, like a lot of debaters I know, um, are doing a lot of online tournaments. There was an online tournament that high school sponsored. I think there's going to be a novice online tournament. Um, do one of those, 
start one of those like i don't know if that's possible for deca like you could do your own little deca online thing i don't know like trying to figure out ways to take the activities you do and, and make them virtual uh, there actually is a large hub of online extracurriculars that we can see um, one of those sites is called roundpeer.com so roundpeer the easiest way to put it is it's linkedin for high schoolers uh, on roundpeer you post your profile on there there's a ton of jobs on internships, volunteer opportunities, extracurriculars. Uh, it's a huge place where student founded organizations, like they congregate there, they recruit new members. Uh, it's, it's LinkedIn for high schoolers essentially as well. And the fact that there are actually colleges and summer programs that recruit from that site. Um, so like a site like link, uh, like round Pier, um, is a great hub for online extracurriculars. Uh, if you're looking for other students to collaborate with, you know, hosting a debate tournament online, um, creating an online student NGO or something like that, around here is the place to go. I, in fact, think we have a posting there still. So, uh, like, <laughs> we're on it too. Search us up, Admissions Uncovered Podcast. Um, but yeah, like, I think I think this is the moment to kind of like be a self starter and and f- seek out things like there's there's also um a spreadsheet of like online internships floating around on my linkedin that i can try to find and put in the show notes um down below or on on our website admissionsuncovered.com um so there's a lot happening and and and, you know because you have time on your hands you might as well take this moment to kind of like try out new things to add to your application or further things that you've already been doing um another thing that i was thinking um is a debater asked me this question right like oh all the debate tournaments have been canceled like what what do i do like online debate is it's not really my thing not really interesting um i think finding ways to turn all that competitive stuff into another form like for debaters you do a lot of research on things what if you turn that into a blog or a, or a, you know like a, a podcast <laughs> or, or or whatever right or some other type of of project um i don't know like turning the competitive stuff into another medium that is not restricted by the fact that the competition is no longer happening yeah yeah there are a lot of actual things that do make up for this type of stuff but it's a it's very major specific um so for for science fair right stem i had one person reach out to me he said i was planning to compete in international science fair this year for three years I built a nuclear reactor, a literal nuclear reactor oh. in his garage. Right? And oh, oh my gosh. Like, you actually built a nuclear reactor for three years, starting freshman year, so you could enter it in ISEF. And the, is the, this true though? This seems fake. I feel like I feel like we you know, there, are, check this. there are students who have done that before, like maybe a couple. It's possible, but I gave him the benefit wow. of the doubt. Especially he he didn't have any reason to to lie about it, I don't think. But that's crazy. He said he built a nuclear reactor after three years. Science first canceled this year. He was planning to take it to internationals. Before, if you know, if you couldn't make that international main science fair, there were always alternatives like the White House science fair or the Google science fair. Uh, but now those are also canceled and the deadlines have passed. Um, so for STEM students, the way you make up these competitions, whether it's SciOli or that kind of stuff, uh, if you're doing science fair, it's you're probably your best bet to contact like a lo- local news outlet or maybe a student news media outlet. Uh, maybe have them do like a piece on your project. Another 
place where you can take your research is there's a lot of online student journals. Um, the Journal of Emerging Investigators, they only take work from high school students. Uh, oh, okay. They only publish, you know, science fair research papers actually exclusively. Uh, and a lot of their the published papers on there are from ISEF. Humanities, you know, if you're planning to major in English or something, uh, the writing competition shouldn't be affected at all, I don't think. Uh, and then for business and economic majors, uh, that's that one's a bit tough because if you want to do to do a self-starter activity, it would be something like maybe starting a, a small freelancing business in your neighborhood or something, something that requires you to go outside, you know. And the national economics challenges either canceled or over. But what you can do is you can uh, do a couple of online business activities that are out, out there online actually recruit, recruiting right now. Uh, I'll give you guys one of them. Uh, one of them is called the Gatsby uh, Clubs Business Competition. So this is an online... Um, so Gatsby Clubs, if you've ever heard of LaunchX Clubs, it's very similar to that, except nowadays they, they t they've taken it online because of the coronavirus. Um, but what they do is it's a series of modules laid out in a club uh, teaching style like there's a club president teaching you and they go ahead and they give you a curriculum. You design a business over the course of uh, three months or so. You pitch it and then if you make it to the finalist stage, you get seed funding. Uh, you get invited to go to Plug and Play, which is in Silicon Valley and pitch more. Um, and then after you get your seed money, you can develop your business and it's all completely online. So there are opportunities like this outline competitions that take um, place completely on a website with an account that you sign in, you submit stuff, uh, and then hopefully when all of this is over, uh, you go to their finalist competition, um, maybe maybe over the summer, and you compete, and that's how you make up for all the stuff that's being canceled right now. Hey, it's Michael in the future here. Uh, if, if you're listening to this and, and you think, you know, I can't build a nuclear reactor in my basement, nor do I want to, um, trust me, you're not alone. I can't, I don't want to. Um, but that doesn't mean you still can't do other extracurricular activities. One thing that I'm advising my students to do now is to look in their application and see if there's any holes or gaps in it that they can fill in with something that they're doing right now. I know it's hard to think of something on your own, so if you're looking for a little bit of brainstorming help, counseling in order to get you on the right track to doing an extracurricular during this crazy time, let me know. Head over to gaoadmissions.com, G-A-O admissions.com, scroll down to the very bottom, uh, and, and fill out the contact me form. That way I can get in contact with you and give you the type of individual personal help that you might be needing right now. Thanks so much, and let's get back to the show. Yeah, I think I think it basically like the the summary of this, you know, like extracurricular advice thing is that whatever you want to do, you just got to find ways to keep doing it despite coronavirus, whether it's doing your own thing or finding these competitions or you just got you just got to do something new. And and honestly, I think that's kind of exciting for people who've just done the same thing for the past 3 years. Um but but the other thing I was thinking about is even if you can't do one of these things, for example, if if you're like researching at a professor's lab, um, a lot of uh, college research activities are just being canceled because coronavirus and social distancing. Um, so so if that happens to you, I think another thing to think about is the way 
to spin this in in your essays um that being said like i think college admissions officers are going to be bracing for like a million different how coronavirus affected me essays this upcoming season like i was just pitched two of those ideas like in the past like week already so like i think it might be a little bit cliche but but i think it's an option for you to think about if it's something that has actually really deeply impacted your life or if you've been in 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 an epicenter like if you're from Wuhan or from New York City, like I think those those would be compelling essays. Um, but yeah, what what do you think about that essay topic? I think it's a big mistake for most of the students out there right now. Like everybody is affected, um, so it is a potential essay topic. But it's going to be the most cliche thing of the next admission cycle, I think. Especially if the only thing that impacted you was a school closure, which also affected you know nine million other students in California. Um, yeah. there are specific cases just like you said where I think it's applicable for and for one example um, I know a girl in Shanghai uh, who lost both of her parents to the virus oh no oh god oh but oh, yeah, my god. for the vast majority of people her parents oh, oh my gosh for the most for the vast majority of people you cannot compare to people like this when you're writing about coronavirus and how it affected you in your essays you, you, it's not it's not a great essay topic for most of us so we want to we want to avoid it but we also want to make sure that you know whatever opportunities we missed whether we were invited to some prestigious competition uh, we need to make mention of that in our additional information and remind the admissions officers this is what i missed because of the coronavirus well, you know, with all cliche topics, like I, or potentially cliche topics, like my advice is always the same, which is you got to make it as specific to your experience as possible. So yeah, just an essay about how like online learning is challenging is kind of uncompelling. But I think if you throw in the specifics of your circumstance, like maybe you don't have Wi-Fi or you're sharing an iPad with like two brothers and five sisters or, or, or whatever, situation i also think another compelling thing is a lot of like i've I've seen like college kids start doing this but like they're making masks for hospitals and donating them i think i think like that is one way to you know like another extracurricular activity you could do in the midst of coronavirus like volunteering uh to solve needs that coronavirus is causing and writing an essay about that yeah yeah well, uh, for what it's worth, homeless shelters, uh, or, you know, like, I don't know what's happening under shelter in place, but like a lot of homeless shelter in places that are not under shelter in place are in desperate need of volunteers, uh, food banks as well. So if you're feeling up to it, then I would say keep volunteering because they need you more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. Volunteer work during this period of time is, forget like the college apps. It's just desperately needed right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's I I I like I've been seeing LinkedIn posts from nonprofit leaders who are like volunteers are down like fifty percent, but like people are coming to our food bank more than ever now. Yeah, it's um, I I don't want to leave it on a depressing note, but but it's just kind of crazy what's happening. And then just a couple warnings for students who are in quarantine. Uh, we tell you guys to pursue, you know, take the mantle, do something inspirational for college apps. But what we don't want you to do is to just look up successful student profiles online, 
CEO oh, nonprofit leader. I was the founder of a nonprofit and go like, I'm going to start a nonprofit for college apps too. Um, we that's not innovative at all. First of all, speaking, uh, and innovation, you know, it's not just creating a nonprofit is the prerequisite. Just because it's the most recognizable thing, even if you want to do some type of organizational work, maybe you want to make masks at home and invite maybe 20 or 30 of your classmates to do the same thing. And you want to legitimize it as, as some sort of uh, organization. A nonprofit is not the best way to go uh, in terms of this because um, you could seek fiscal sponsorship with another nonprofit, which might be a better option considering that they'll already have an established framework for you to do that. Um, fiscal sponsorship is also just a good way to, um, if you're doing any sort of organizational activity, and then there's a nonprofit that does it on a national scale, uh, it gets your um, name, your organization under their uh, tax exempt status, which means you can do the same thing, but with more recognition. All right, all right. I don't, I, I don't know if like people should be starting taxes at nonprofits in general. If you're a high schooler, just everybody needs to chill when when it comes to like starting nonprofits. Yeah, <laughs> but point being, there are a lot of self starter activities you can do. You can take it very far, but don't just do it for college apps, right? Yeah, because like that never works. You know, like you got to actually do something for it to actually help you on your college apps, anyways. Yeah. The uh, the hopefully reassuring note I will leave everybody off with is um, everybody is in the same boat, right? There is not a single applicant who is going to be unaffected by coronavirus, period. Right? Like some might be better off, right? If you took your SATs and ACDs earlier, maybe you're not stressing about that as much. Um, if you won a national competition earlier, maybe you're not stressing as much. But just like in general, everybody's in the same boat. Um, everybody's applying under coronavirus under quarantine so so just so just chill right like you're being compared of applicants your year and if everybody is being disadvantaged then uh then you're not like somehow uniquely worse off right everybody's just kind of kind of affected so so just calm down there are bigger things to worry about i.e. coronavirus so <laughs> so like don't like college admissions freak you out too much please please yeah for all of our viewers out there make sure wash your hands for 20 seconds don't just do the five second wash uh, don't mm -hmm. touch your face mm -hmm. uh, wear touch your face wear face masks masks out in public if you're in a very heavily affected area yes please stay safe like i don't want to hear that uh someone was listening to the admissions uncovered podcast while ill with the coronavirus that would make me very sad <laughs> yeah yeah stay safe guys um college admissions aside there's a reason why we're all at home so <laughs> all right i'll see you later sean